Hi, this is Fan Fictional, a podcast about fan fiction. Hi, I'm Anitra, and you can find me on Tumblr and AO3 at allwaswell16. You can also find me on Twitter at all underscore was underscore well underscore 16. And you'll find links to all the fics I talk about today for under a link for FicRex on my bio on Tumblr. And my Tumblr is also linked to my Twitter account as well as my coffee account. If you'd like to support this podcast, you can buy me a coffee at ko-fi.com slash allwaswell16. So this is episode 52. I'm going to be talking about all the One Direction fix I read this month, which is uh, July of 2023. And also I'll talk a little bit about what fix have posted on AO3 this month. So this month we got fix from the 1D Astro Fic Fest, the title and trope Fic Fest, and we had more from the 1D ABO Fic Fest. Next month in August, we'll also see fix from the 1D Tour de Fic Fest, which is like sports fix, and the 1D Water Sports Fic Fest. And I think that's it. So let's get to the fic wrecks. I'll start with Larry Fix, and then I do have two rare pairs, I think, to talk about. And after that, I'll get to all the new fix that were posted in July and that were submitted to the 1D Monthly Fic Roundup give you some summaries for them. You can see if any of them end up interesting you. Okay, so the first fic I'm going to talk about today is called 7-Up, and it's by Cherry Street. It's rated explicit in 52,000 words, and the summary says, very loosely based on the British TV show The Up series and somewhat inspired by the song Something I Need by One Republic, We follow the lives of Harry Styles and Louis Tomlinson in an interview setting every seven years. They fall apart and come together, their lives and emotions recorded. Harry calls it a time capsule. Louis calls it a pain in the arse. Okay. (laughs) I almost don't know how to explain how I have come to read this fic that I've been actively avoiding for seven years ever since it was published. So... (laughs) For any of you who don't know, or, you know, if you just weren't around in 2017, so Cherry Street was a really popular writer when they were writing in our fandom, which was like 2015, 16, 17, those kind of years. And I'm sure many of you have read their fix. I, I, they're very popular fix, but I have vivid memories of when this fic was published and there was... A lot of drama that ensued after people started reading it because it does indeed have major character death and it wasn't tagged for that at first. So that was kind of the the big deal around that. There's a link to a Tumblr post at the beginning of the fic if you want more info on everything that happened. But anyway, as soon as I <laughs> as soon as I knew it was major character death at the time, there was no way I was gonna read it. Now, you know, cut to seven years later. And I was looking for a lost fic. Um, Someone was looking for one that had like interviews. So I had like searched interview fics and this fic pops up and I've just, I've avoided it for so long. And I do not know what made me click, honestly, like the devil on my shoulder, I guess. And then there I was reading 50,000 words of like the world's largest emotional roller coaster. But uh, I mean, it was good. I I really let that tag keep me away all these years. But, you know, in 2017, there were a lot of things I didn't read that I do read now. So maybe it makes sense. But don't get me wrong. This is a very angsty fic. But it was not the major character death. Or rather, it's not just the major character death that is the angst. The story itself, like following these characters every seven years, since they are seven years old, and it just makes for a great story premise, but damn, I was not prepared (laughs) for how the ups and downs of their relationship over this course of time, how much that would affect me. I had prepared myself for the major character death, but like not the emotional upheaval of their relationship. But if you're someone who likes angsty fix, this one is probably, well, it might be one you already read, but I know this fic wouldn't be for everyone, but it's definitely for the angst toes. 
Now, the major character death is not like some tragic young death. We're following the characters over the course of their entire lives. So through these seven-year interval interviews. And that is, it's used to really amazing effect, especially at the very end of the fic. And there, there are moments of this fic that just feel carved into me now. And I mean that in the best possible way. Okay, the next fic is called Darkest Before the Dawn. It's by A Moment of Love on AO3 and Dagger and Rose on Tumblr, rated explicit in 50,000 words. The summary says Harry Styles has standards. His coffee must be a cold brew with one pump of vanilla and a splash of cold cream. His computer must be catty-cornered on his left. His sketchbook must be directly in the center of his desk. He must have a corkboard on his right to pin fabric sketches and other inspirations he finds. But most importantly, his space, work, or living must be organized. He doesn't understand how people live otherwise. Everything has a place and it must be in its place in order for him to get anything done. Which is why he grits his teeth every time when he walks into the fashion workroom and sees Louis Tomlinson's workplace. It's chaos. He's chaos personified. He's annoying, loud, and, well, not as creative as Harry is. His designs are unimaginative and plain. Harry doesn't understand how Louis managed to be accepted into the fashion program, but he supposes some people have to slip through the system. So this fic was written for this year's Big Bang, and, you know, be ready for some surprise if you read this one. And I want to be a little bit careful in how I talk about it, but I think what I liked most was how interesting and kind of um, messed up <laughs> the characters are. In particular, Harry, I guess I'm talking about here. And I kind of tricked myself into thinking there was going to be this huge redemptive character arc here. I mean, you can kind of tell Harry's kind of being an ass even in that summary. But that is not what this fic is. And that's, you know, not on the writer here. It's on my own experience with fan fiction. Like, you know, a lot of times in fanfic, if a character's behaved badly, they, you know, try and redeem themselves completely. And that's like not what's going on here. But Again, I, I just want to say that because that's almost what I liked best about it. Because it was like fucked up stuff that felt very real. And the characters felt like very real people. And, you know, real people make poor choices. And they do stupid things when they're under stress. And when things in their lives are not going well and falling apart. And they fool themselves into thinking what they're doing is okay. So there are like multiple things going on in this fic that I want to mention as well. Obviously, in the summary, you know, this is a fashion AU. That part is done so well. It was so much fun to read, especially if you're someone who's ever like watched Project Runway. You probably would love this. But there's also these combative personality clashes going on between Louis and Harry. And then we're also seeing Harry's personal life and how he is dealing or not dealing maybe with his stepfather being ill. So there's a lot going on. It's really like nothing else I've ever read, I don't think. And there are some really heavy issues being dealt with in the fic, but there are lighthearted moments as well. Um, really interesting fic. So if you are intrigued by any of that, I would recommend reading it. The next one is called An Ocean in My Veins, You'll Be Diving In by me underscore her underscore the moon on AO3 and dreamers dive in dash headfirst on Tumblr, rated explicit in 31,000 words. Summary says, but since Niall is so talkative to literally anyone with a working mouth, it means that when Louis Tomlinson started to take a shine to him, Harry started to hate him. Because suddenly it wasn't just Harry and Niall and whoever else wanted to join their antics. It was Harry and Niall and Louis. Did Harry mention that Louis is a stupid fucking prick? He wants to make sure that's clear. Or Harry and Louis hate each other and Niall just wants everyone to get along. Uh, this fic was also written for Big Bang this year. It's a uni AU. It's quite the roller coaster enemies to lovers fic. Niall's the friend that Harry and Louis have in common. And we're in Harry's point of view here. So we get to know all about how much he hates Louis and... They've known each other for a long time, like since high school. He's known Niall from before that. And they end up all going to the same university and are roommates. 
But Niall kind of springs all that on Harry, and their animosity does not get better as roommates. I felt a little sorry for the other roommates, uh, which are Liam Zane and Louis Capaldi. Like, damn, they really get thrown in on some drama they didn't ask for. And there were times where I really was pretty pissed at Louis too, but what I liked best about it, I think, is that the drama just keeps building. So it builds and builds to this boiling point, which is always great in an enemies to lovers fic. And of course, things end up making more sense in retrospect when you get to the end. Uh, but it was great to see how this writer was able to really ramp up all those emotions like as the fic goes. The next fic's called When Love Takes Time. It's by Sit and Admire on AO3 and Niall Zeum on Tumblr. It's rated mature in 26,000 words. The summary says, as Louis hands Marcel an envelope with his name on it for his 30th birthday, he has absolutely no idea what to expect. Turns out Louis planned a cruise to Hawaii just for the two of them. The problem, they've been best friends for years and Marcel is secretly in love with them. Over the course of their busy trip, Marcel struggles with being so close to Louis while also dealing with his own insecurities, but in the end, Marcel isn't the only one hiding his true feelings. Or a cruise AU. This one's another Big Bang fic I read this month, and it was such a sweet friends-to-lovers story. So much pining, just like an incredible amount of pining. So much fun to read that. And Marcel, he was so oblivious. I do love travel fix as well, so this hit a couple of different tropes that I love all in one, and it had some of the fun things that you get in a friends to lovers story, like bed sharing, and if you enjoy Marcel fix, I think you would very much enjoy this very classic Marcel character as well. The next one's called Because I Want You for the Worse and for the Better by Nonsense Darling on AO3 and Absolute Nonsense on Tumblr. It is not rated in 26,000 words. The summary says when Louis gets invited along to Anne's wedding, Harry is prepared to let people think whatever they want about their relationship. That's what Louis said. Let people think whatever they want. That changes when Louis sees his ex, who turns out to be Anne's future husband's son. Now, Louis wants to prove that he's an Omega that an Alpha could want, and Harry wants to get through this weekend without letting his best friend figure out he's in love with him. So this fic was written for the 1D ABO Fic Fest, and I was so excited to have a new fic from this writer, and this one definitely lived up to what I was hoping for. A friends to lovers story it starts off with this kind of casual fake relationship, where basically Louis's just going to come with Harry to his mom's wedding. But when they show up and realize Louis's ex is there, it kind of changes. I really enjoyed Omega Louie putting people in their place, especially his ex, Dickhead Will, as he's called. And he was just sticking up for Omega kind, even if he was a little insecure himself sometimes. And Harry was great just being the like supportive friend, even though he's in love with Louie. And he's really just out here trying his best to keep his feelings in check. And then obviously he fails miserably at that. So much fun to read this one. The next fic is called What's Left of My Halo's Black by Live, Laugh, Love Larry on AO3 and Love is Larry is Love on Tumblr. It's rated explicit, 22,000 words, and the summary says, as Harry sucks love bites into Louis's neck, Louis hopes that one day those marks will cover the way he can still feel Alex's handprints burned into his flesh. As Harry's nails drag scratches across along Louis's back, Louis hopes that one day the scabs on his heart will heal and drop away just like the scabs on his skin. As Harry fucks him down into the mattress, the bed shaking with every thrust, Louis hopes that one day his mouth will forget the shape of Alex's name, won't trace it over and over as the heat builds inside him, won't want to scream it when he comes. Maybe one day he'll open his eyes as he slowly floats down from his post-orgasm haze and won't expect to see Alex's face smiling back at him. But today is not that day. A year after a devastating breakup, Louis is still trying to put himself back together, but getting over a breakup is hard when you work as a wedding planner. Thankfully, his coworker Harry is the most supportive friend Louis could ask for, but Harry has some secrets of his own, and they send Louis's world spinning off its axis, axis all over again. Based on the song Holding On to Heartache by Louis Tomlinson. 
So this one was written for the Faith in the Future Fic Fest, and I am still reeling from this one. I really put myself through the angst ringer this month, which I kind of didn't realize until I was putting this together, and I guess it kind of fits with what my mood's been like. But anyway, the basic premise is in the summary, but just know that you're going to really get that full sense of what Louis is going through. His heartache is just, it's visceral, and the pain he feels just really hurts. And in particular, maybe if you relate in some way to his situation, you'll feel it too. This is again a fic where the characters felt very human and made choices that you can see are probably not what's best for them. And both Harry and Louis do this to varying degrees, but what they do is they always choose each other, though, and support each other almost to a fault in Harry's case. Um, it's beautifully written, and it handles this very delicate situation so deftly. This is the fic also that I chose this month to read a part of to you all. And I chose a part that shows how it's part of Louis's journey trying to heal. And this takes place when Louis brings Harry home for Christmas and he's talking to his mom. Back to normal doesn't have to be the goal, Jay reminds him. You create your own normal. You don't have to be who you were before. As long as you're happy here, now, that's all that matters, whatever that looks like. Louis nods, still not looking up. Getting there, he says softly. He knows it's been hard for her. He spent most of last Christmas either crying or on the verge of tears, and he knows she hated seeing him like that. He knows she would have given anything to take that pain away. He knows she worried over the months that followed, being so far away and so powerless to help. Time, Jay says softly. Time heals eventually. I've seen it every time, but time takes time. He nods again. I know. They work in silence for another minute. Louis finishes with the potatoes and sets to pouring the gravy into a pitcher. And Harry, Jay asks, how is he? Louis blinks, unsure what she's asking. He's, yeah, he's all right, keeping busy with work. We all are. Honestly, I never expected to get so much demand. Not that I'm complaining, of course, just flattered. Jay chuckles. I meant how is Harry with you? Oh. Louis is still not sure what she means, but he shrugs. He's, I mean, he's seen me at my worst and still keeps coming back for more. He chuckles dryly. I've leaned on him pretty heavily, but he never complains. I, I owe him a lot. He's good for you. It's not a question, and Louis doesn't disagree. He pauses in his movements for a moment, just holding the pitcher and feeling its warmth in his palms. He's wonderful, he says. I don't know what I'd do without him. He's the best friend I could ever have asked for. I'm glad, Jay says, smiling. You deserve someone who's soft to you, darling. Okay, so I hope you get kind of a feeling for what the writing's like and how emotional it is. Now, the next one is called Taken by Lust, Strange, and Humanity by Cuckoo Truk on AO3 and Larry doing laundry on Tumblr. It is rated explicit in 20,000 words. The summary says, one of the reasons Harry said yes in the first place was because he believed Louis Tomlinson, the campus's most notorious bad boy, would be there. And much to Harry's triumph and dismay, Louis is here, but the last time Harry got a glimpse of him, he had a pretty Omega wrapped around him, clinging onto the flaps of his leather jacket while nosing his scent glands. Maybe that's just the story of Harry's life, always infatuated with the wrong people. Or the one with all the jealous, snarling, awkward first kisses and one unforgettable night. Okay, so first of all, I find it so interesting when a writer tells the story of just the one day or one night in this case, and it's, you know, 20,000 words. Not that that's like a super long, long thick, but it is when you think about it, how it's just taking place in one night. But then that really gives time for dialogue and building the scene of this frat party um, that shy Omega Harry is very uninterested in being at when everyone else has Louis's attention. And Louis is this very popular alpha. There were some elements to the story that were maybe unexpected in some ways that were really fun for me to read. Like Mitch is um, this alpha who's pretty aggressively protective 
and uh, and he's one of Harry's friends. And then Harry's Omega is so possessive that I found that so funny the way he's like snarling at other Omegas. Um, so these just aren't the typical portrayals. So I just found that to be a lot of fun to read. And again, we have Louis who has a certain reputation and he's so unexpectedly soft though with Harry. There is some very explicit smut. So if that's something you're looking for, you've come to the right place for sure with this one. The next one's called Trapezing Secret by Thin Lines on AO3 and Thin Lines with a Z on Tumblr. It's rated explicit in 10,000 words. The summary says this job was supposed to be his secret. No one was supposed to find out. Whoa. Harry dropped the two rubbish bags in his hands. One of the bags must have contained some spilled juice or sauce because he could feel wetness seeping into his ballet flats. Louis's hand, which had been stuffed into his windbreaker pocket, revealed itself as the Alpha held up his fist to knuckle at his eyes. He blinked rapidly before he rubbed at his eyes again and squinted. Harold? Or what will happen when your lazy coworker slash biggest knothead you know discovers your secret? Omega Harry doesn't get the time to ponder his answer. So this one had such interesting ABO world building in it. And it's another Alpha Louis Omega Harry fic. This one, they're co-workers in this music store, and Harry just really dislikes Louie and kind of feels like he's getting by just on his alphaness. But Harry has this very interesting second job that he is keeping secret from everyone at his first job, and it's like this Omega restaurant where Omegas are kind of role-playing as very traditional Omegas, and sometimes they're in costumes and it's called the Maid Cafe. And the fix basically the fallout of Louis learning about this cafe by accident. And it's kind of a one-sided hate to love story because really Harry hates Louis, but it's it's not a mutual hate. And it was a lot of fun to read. And if you enjoy unique ABO elements, you'll be really into this one. The next one's called The Weight of My Heart by Lady AJ underscore 13 on AO3 and Lady AJ dash 13 on Tumblr. It's rated teen and up in 6,000 words. The summary says Louis having a bit of a dry spell until Louis is having a bit of a dry spell until he bumps into an attractive alpha in the supermarket and leaves with his number. It was a hard bump, very muscular. The only problem is, said Alpha asks Louis to cook for him, which is not exactly his skill set. So this one was another one written for the 1D ABO Fic Fest. So yeah, another ABO Fic. And this one's Alpha Harry and Omega Louis as the pairing. Harry's a chef that Louis ends up hiring for um, this date he's having with this Alpha from the supermarket. But then, of course, sparks are flying with Chef Harry instead. So much fun has a really cute, fun twist to it. And there's always such great dialogue and humor from this writer. So this one, no exception. The next one's called Truth or Drink by Kings of Everything. Read a mature and 6,000 words. And the summary says, Truth or Drink X's. Harry and Louis broke up years ago and they're seeing each other again for the first time to play Truth or Drink on camera. Oh, I love X's to Lover. So um, if you haven't heard of Truth or Drink on YouTube, uh, you don't need to know anything about it to enjoy this fic. I didn't, I had never heard of it. So it's fairly self-explanatory and you'll get the gist while you're reading. But what a great plot. What a great way to hash out all the hurt and emotions and feelings of this relationship that ended years ago, all in 6,000 words as the characters get drunk for YouTube. It was so damn satisfying to read. And I just always enjoy this writer's style. So this one was just everything I wanted it to be. Oh, the next one is by me. It's called On That Note. It's rated explicit in 6,000 words. And the summary says, Louis's office job on an Omega-only floor would be absolutely fine if not for the alphas he and his friends have to deal with in the building. But although they've never met face-to-face, -face, the friendly notes sent between him and Harry in purchasing help him get through the day. So this one I wrote for the 1D ABO Fic Fest. And, okay, try to describe it. So 
a friend of mine put up this prompt in a Discord group. And the prompt was something from Reddit. And it was about this friendship between these two people who worked together, but they'd never met. And they only communicated through notes posted on PDFs in their Dropbox for work. So I decided to use that as the premise for the story. And so you'll get to read all the notes that are sent between Louie and Harry as the story progresses and you see their friendship develop that way. And then obviously, since it's for the ABO Fest, I made it all ABO and Louis and Omega working on this Omega Only 4 with Niall and Zane. And they have all these various run-ins with the alphas in the building, basically in the lobby and in the lift. And there are some very silly scenarios that go on with how the Omegas deal with these alphas. Louis is <laughs> like feral and an alpha hater. And he's always threatening to kick alphas in the night. And then Zane just desperately wants this one alpha to slow down and talk to him instead of running away. And then Niall wants to stop having long heats. And he just thinks it's ridiculous that the three of them don't have alphas yet. Because obviously they're like amazing and gorgeous. And okay, I'm going to stop rambling. If any of that sounds interesting, please check it out. The next one's called Write You a Song by Rearview Dreamer on AO3 and all dash these dash Larry things on Tumblr. It is rated general and 5,000 words. The summary says Harry's new flat is great, but the acoustics are even better. They're so good. In fact, that his daily shower concerts start to entertain an audience besides his shampoo bottle. Such a cute little rear view dreamer fic. I read a longer one of hers last month and I was like, can't believe I just forgot how much I love her writing. So I knew for sure I was going to want to read another one this month. And oh, actually, this one has to do with notes, too. Louis and Harry are neighbors and they're leaving notes back and forth about the songs that Harry sings in the shower. And it's mainly via post-it notes on their doors. And it takes a while for them to even meet. But the flirting is obvious from the start. So cute. Such a fun meet. Cute story. The next one's called Living in a Daydream by Lulu Lawrence. It's not rated and 3,000 words. The summary says, see, Harry had learned his lesson. In order to protect Louis's clothing and ensure everything was able to be thoroughly washed the first time, Harry had to go through each item individually. He would never be able to forgive himself if he didn't go through the basketful and then he accidentally destroyed a beloved band shirt or something. One line from the song Harry had previously been humming was now stuck in his mind on repeat, but it wasn't bothering him yet, so he allowed it to stay for the moment. The words he knew flowed with the music, and he subconsciously tried to figure out the missing lyrics as he mindlessly went through Louis's laundry, until it all came to a screeching halt. Harry originally had thought that the sock he had pulled out was just another one of Louis's sports socks that he left balled up, but when Harry pulled the cuff out, he realized the actual sole of the sock felt crusty. So this is one of the wank fest fix I hadn't gotten to yet. Still making my way through those. And this one was hilarious with Harry crushing on his roommate Louis so much that he's out here doing all Louis's laundry and he keeps thinking he's coming across, you know, gross clothes. And Harry's trying to figure out how best to tell Louis to, like, stop wiping cum on his clothes. <laughs> it was so freaking funny. And then when he finally confronts him with it and everything comes out, it was so much fun. I laughed multiple times reading that one. Okay. Okay. I have two more, like, thicklets, I guess, that I wrote. I'm going to put them together because... They're timestamps from the same story. Okay. So the first one's called In Time. It's rated mature in 2,000 words. And, um, well, the summary says Harry's uncertainty about their relationship began before he ever stepped foot on the plane to Amsterdam, a prequel slash timestamp to the fic Bitter Ends Turn Sweet. So, like I said, it's a prequel to this fic I published last month, which was based on the song Chicago. So an exes to lover story, also a kid fic. But this timestamp is basically the story of their breakup from years ago. And I'd written it out for myself just because I needed to know what it was like before I wrote the main story. And I thought I would just go ahead and clean it up, post it for anyone who wants to 
hurt their own feelings by reading about their breakup. So enjoy, I guess, question mark. <laughs> um, I enjoyed hurting my own feelings by writing it. So only fair. But then I also wrote another timestamp for that same fic. It's called Yours and Mine, rated teen and up in 1,000 words. And the summary says Louis goes to the library with his favorite people, his boyfriend Harry, and his son Max. And I ended up writing this little timestamp because it was something I had planned to write as part of the epilogue, but it just didn't really fit. Kind of felt like it distracted from it. So I ended up writing it out just as like a little fluffy timestamp where you get to see Max be kind of ridiculous at the library, but it's in Louis' point of view because I'd intended it for the epilogue. And um, I don't know. I think it's a lot of fun if you like the main story. Oh, and I wrote it for a Discord ficlet prompt, which was for like um, 100 ways to say I love you. And then the prompt was I brought you an umbrella. So any of that seems interesting read Bitter Ends Turn Sweet, and then you can read the timestamps. <laughs> um, let me go back to the next one called Fingertips Putting on a Show by Cherry Larry on AO3 and B. Lou on Tumblr, rated explicit in 2,000 words. The summary says, Harry just wants a relaxing self-love session in the bathtub when she gets interrupted by a knock on her door. So this is another of the Wankfest fix. It's a girl direction fic. Maybe kind of obvious that it's going to be smutty, but also it has a fun little twist to it. Makes it kind of more than just porn without plot, although there's definitely explicitness going on in here. If that's what you're here for, you won't be disappointed. Okay, next one's Wankfest 2. It's called Harry That Kills People by Lady Londonderry on AO3 and London Fog in a Cup on Tumblr. It is rated teen and up in 2,000 words. The summary says, if there's one thing that Harry hates, it's getting his clothes dirty. If there's one other thing that Harry hates, it's murder. Unfortunately, right here and right now, Harry's clothes are dirty and he's murdered someone, so it's not a great day. Ugh, says Harry. Ugh, blah. So, this is not an explicit, well, not explicitly sexual wank fest fic, but it is somehow a hilarious crime fic where Louis a crime boss and Harry works for him. I was going to say he was his, like a hitman, but I think he does other stuff for him too. In any case, Harry's a murderer, as you could see from the summary, but basically in the most chaotic, fun way possible. The crime syndicate Louis is running is completely silly. Like they all go to church. It's just, honestly, it's too difficult to explain. Uh, but you should probably just read it anyway because it was for sure the most delightful crime fic that has ever existed. The next one's called 7-7 by Newies. It is not rated in 1,000 words. And the summary says, Hello, baby girl. Harry says as soon as the nurse places the bundle of joy into his arms. We've been dying to meet you. So this is a little ficlet. It was written for Mother's Day. Uh, it is ABO, I believe, and it's just a lovely little fluffy bit of Harry and Louis becoming parents to their newborn daughter, Jane. And the writer explains in the name as being a combination of their mother's names. And I don't know how I've never thought of that. It was just the perfect choice. Very sweet and soft. So if you're looking for some of that, you will definitely enjoy this. The next one's called Completely Oblivious by Haza Tomlinson on AO3 and It's Not Real on Tumblr. Rated general and 1,000 words. The summary says, Um, now's not really the time, Harry mumbled, smiling softly to the cashier. We'll take two hazelnut cold brews with a splash of creamer. Louis couldn't stop himself from speaking. I mean, it's been, he thought for a moment. I don't even know. Holy shit. He watched as Harry went to pull out his wallet and shook his head. No, you can get dinner later. I'll get this. Harry paused his movements and turned to look at Louis while he tapped his card on the reader. Oh my God. Louis thanked the cashier and took his receipt, then placed a hand on Harry's waist to move them towards the pickup. What? He asked once they were away from the line. Are we dating? Harry looked very confused. Louis huffed. That's what I'm asking you or an interaction with a stranger helps these two finally figure their shit out. 
Okay, I read this one and I was like, damn it, I just made a stealth dating fic rec like a week or two ago. And this one would have been perfect for that. But this was just a fun little encounter that Harry and Louie, who are friends, have where someone mistakes them for a couple if they suddenly realize that they might be a couple without knowing that they're a couple, aka stealth dating, which is always so fun to read. If you've read some of this writer's these uh, fixed by this writer before you'll know you're going to get some fun dialogue and a funny situation always makes for a fun read. The next one's called I'll Get You Through by Hello Lovers 13. It is rated general and 1000 words. The summary says Louis will always pick up when Harry calls always. So this is actually a friendship ficlet. So they're not a couple in this fic. They don't get together in this fic. I feel like there's a chance that someday they might but it was written for a Discord ficlet prompt for the 100 ways to say I love you thing that I talked about. And um, the way for this one, though, so the prompt for this one is, it's okay, I couldn't sleep anyway. It's very sweet how Louis tries his best to care for Harry when he keeps getting his heart broken by his boyfriend, but having to hide his own feelings as well. And there's a very hopeful end to it, though. So while it's technically a friendship fic, it feels like there's hope there that their friendship might grow into something more. The next one's called A Cure for First Show Nerves by Has to Be Good. It's rated explicit in 776 words. Um, the summary says Harry calls before Louis's first show. So this is another fic written for Wankfest, which I might be through all of them now to check. But anyway, this is a little canon ficlet of some dirty talk from Harry. So basically phone sex and very much helps alleviate Louis' nerves for his first show for the tour. So a little bit of sweetness with their established relationship along with, you know, the hotness of their phone sex. Perfect for Wankfest. Okay, next I have a couple rare pairs to share. And the first one's called If You Want It, You Can Have It by ANAP on AO3 and Payne, but it's P-N-Y-E on Tumblr. Rated explicit in 5,000 words, and it's a Nile and Sean Mendes fic. I can't believe we haven't been doing this the entire time, Sean says. Would have, Nile says. Didn't know how you felt about it. Didn't want you to think I'm some creep who's hard up for his pregnant Omega. Sean laughs. You are pregnant Omega? I mean, Nile didn't even realize he had said that. My friend who is an Omega and happens to be pregnant with my baby. Or Niall and Sean have a drunken one-night stand that turns into more than a few surprises. So this one was written for the 1D ABO Fic Fest with Alpha Niall and Omega Sean. And, you know, they're basically really best friends who have a one-night stand when Sean gets pregnant from it. And even before they admit their true feelings for each other, though, they have this really sweet relationship dynamic. Although I, <laughs> I think I called them cute idiots in the comment because... You can, it always meant more to the other. And they're just so, so oblivious, though. I love oblivious walnut fix, though. And this pairing is always really fun to read and always looking for shile fix. And this was a great one. And the last one I have for you is called A Life That's Lived Without You by We Are the Same on AO3. And so why let your voice be tamed on Tumblr? It's rated teen and up in 1,000 words. And it's a Zane and Liam pairing. The summary says, in all of his 116 years, Zane has never quite felt this way about anyone. Liam is so incredibly human in the worst and best ways. He's fragile even when he pretends not to be. He's soft and kind, clumsy at times. He's strong and full of life, full of love even when people around him give him no cause to be anything but. He's sunshine and happiness and Zane watches because he can't not be drawn to him to this boy that personifies those things that he has been missing out on for over a century. So this is another fic written for that prompt I spoke about earlier. It's okay, I couldn't sleep anyway. And in this one, the reason Zane can't sleep is because he's a vampire. But I loved Liam's sweet character, how he comes to rely on Zane for more than just protection. And Zane's pining from afar that's kind of forced out into the open was so like thrilling to read. I loved that part. Really loved how these characters reminded me a little bit of this writer's longer Zium fic, um, a longer vampire Zane Zium fic that I absolutely adore. So I don't know. I could always read more of this story. So good. 
Okay, so that's it for Fic Recs this month. And now I can start in on all the new fics that were submitted for the 1D Monthly Fic Roundup. And if you're interested in checking out any of these next fics, they can all be found on the blog. One is in like the number one, D Monthly Fic Roundup on Tumblr. And that blog is also linked on my pinned post on Tumblr at alwaswell16. So you can find them that way too. The first one is called Road Hard and Put Away Wet by Kings of Everything. Rated explicit 6,000 words and it's a Louis and Harry pairing. The summary says, Louis heard the same rumors in London, New York, and LA and he put them all to rest. But in Texas? And this one is part seven of the tiny penis fix. <laughs> see, the next one is called Come for the Camera by Larry underscore hiatus on AO3 and Larry dash hiatus on Tumblr. Rated explicit 5,000 words and it's a Louie and Harry pairing. The summary says Harry's feeling emotional after his second to last show. Not wanting to lose himself in the sadness just yet, he decides he needs his dom to help him feel better. After a cheeky comment on stage about making an OnlyFans, Louis has an idea to give Harry the distraction he craves. The next pick is called Everything is Badder with You by Red underscore Panda 28 on AO3 and Red dash Panda with three A's on Tumblr. Rated teen and up in 2,000 words and it's a Harry and Louis pairing. The summary says, what am I looking at? Louis frowned, tapping the screen to unpause the video. The music started again, and Harry looked expectantly at Louis's expression as he watched the TikTok Harry had just come across. So what do you think? Harry's voice could barely contain the excitement about his find. Louis still didn't seem convinced as he gave Harry his phone back. It looked pretty, he tried, obviously not having grasped Harry's point yet. We should do that. Raising an eyebrow, Louis shot him an unimpressed look. And by we, you mean you'll cook and I'll eat, he deadpanned. Or Harry comes across a fun baking TikTok and convinces Louie to do it. The next one is by the same writer. It's called Torn Up Tank Top. It is rated explicit in 1,000 words and a Louie and Harry pairing. The summary says his Omega sat on his knees in the middle of the bed, completely naked with one hand disappearing behind him and the other pressing a piece of dark fabric to his nose. From the rhythmic rising and falling of his body, coupled with the squelching sound, Louis could make an educated guess about where exactly Harry's other hand was. The younger boy didn't seem to have heard him entering, his movements never faltering as he nuzzled into whatever he was holding in his hand. Or Alpha Louis gets back to the hotel after his show, missing a torn-up tank top and his Omega. The next pick is also by the same writer. It's called Looking at You Makes Me Feel Complete. And it is rated explicit 6,000 words and a Louis and Harry pairing. The summary says, though to be honest, Harry was mostly just watching Louis. The way his black vest, threadbare from wear, was clinging to his torso and every now and then it would ride up his stomach and expose a hint of abs when Louis stretched. The way his dark gray skinny jeans hugged his legs, accentuating the curve of his arse and showing off thick muscular thighs. Harry wanted, so, wanted to live between those thighs. The worst was the way just Louis's presence alone seemed to brighten up the space every time he entered the room. Or five times Harry is looking at Louis and the one time Louis looks back. The next pick is called Lick the Knife by Larry underscore hiatus on AO3 and Larry dash hiatus on Tumblr rated explicit 13,000 words and a Harry and Louis pairing. Three things about Harry. One, he wants all of his exes dead. Two, he has a blood kink. Three, he's Louis's roommate. Three things about Louis. One, he's a serial killer. Two, he hates Harry. Three, he also kind of loves him. The next pick is called Men of Steel, Men of Power by Stria on AO3 and Nora Deserved Better on Tumblr. Rated explicit and 58,000 words and it's a Harry and Louis pairing. The summary says, You've been watching me, Styles said. Louis swallowed around nothing. He tried for light. You're the newest addition. People are bound to be curious, he said. Sure, said Styles in a somewhat condescending tone. I'm not that daft. I do notice the curiosity regarding my clothes. That's not what you're doing, though, hmm? Louis's gaze, or Styles's gaze was intense, and Louis could feel it burn on the side of his face, but kept his eyes stubbornly on the coffee cup. I, he said, licked his lips 
took a deep breath, tried to look open, confident, dominant, alpha. Louis has one goal, survive this year unscathed to complete his grand plan, for which he has sacrificed his family, his friends, his identity. He's not expecting Alpha Harry, who manages to get under his skin and inside his heart. He suddenly has a lot more to lose and a lot less control. The next one's called Raunchy Little Rockstar by Larry underscore hiatus on AO3 and Larry dash hiatus on Tumblr. Rated explicit in 4,000 words, and it's a Louis and Harry pairing. The summary says, Harry loves his new outfit, especially since it shows off even more skin than usual, and he finds himself really getting into his performance. His dom, Louis, has mixed feelings about so much of Harry's back showing, but he gives Harry a new nickname that the boy can't get enough of. The next fic is called Till the Afterglow by Hello Lovers 13. It's rated explicit, 8,000 words, and it's a Niall, Harry, and Louis pairing. When Harry goes into heat in a random hotel room a thousand miles from home, there's more than one alpha offering his help. Harry can't possibly be asked to choose. See, the next one by the same writer is called We Don't Fight Fair. It is rated explicit in 2,000 words and a Harry and Louis pairing. The summary says, what, you think I'll just roll over for you now? The smirk on Louis's face was almost devilish. Yes. He breathed against Harry's lips, cocky and sure like it was a fact of life. It sent all kinds of shivers through Harry. God, but he wanted to. Wanted Louis to have him right against this wall, let everyone see how he fell apart under him. But not tonight. Harry fixed his posture, standing up straighter and trying to get himself under control. I don't think so, Omega. Or nothing like a little chase to start off Louis's heat. The next one's by the same writer, and it is called Secret Moments. It's rated general 1,000 words in a Louis and Harry pairing, and the summary says Harry's first dress. The next pick is called Give It Good by Larry underscore hiatus on AO3 and Larry dash hiatus on Tumblr. Rated explicit 4,000 words and a Harry and Louis pairing. The summary says Harry's fans are always throwing things to him on stage and he catches and keeps a lot of the items. When he forgets to take off a certain bracelet before bed, Louis sees it and has a bit of a laugh. The cheeky jewelry in combination with the way Harry previously asked for the coming out music during his show gives Louis an idea. The next pick is called Could Have Followed My Fears All the Way Down, This Is Me Trying by In A Day on AO3 and To Be Themselves on Tumblr. Rated teen and up, 4,000 words, and it's a Harry and Louis pairing. The summary says, they've changed though, and it's Harry's fault. He knows it. He's wrapped up in his own mind, an awful sort of knot that he can't figure out how to untangle, and the one thing that always works isn't working anymore. He feels stuck and doesn't know what to do, but at the same time, he knows if he doesn't do anything soon, everything could crumble at his feet. Louis is the only one who's able to get through to Harry, and that wasn't supposed to stop. He's always been the one to break down Harry's walls, and it's okay if Harry starts to lose himself in the process, because Louis always, always builds him back up again, pieces him back together. Or Louis is always the one who breaks down Harry's walls, only this time it takes him a bit longer. The next pick is called Rush of Rapture by Larry underscore hiatus on AO3, Larry dash hiatus on Tumblr, Rated explicit in 4,000 words, and it's a Louis and Harry pairing. The summary says, between the slow and dirty coming out music and a fan showing him the word poppers on their phone, Harry's naughty mind is all over the place during his concert. Luckily, Dom Louis is two steps ahead and has the perfect cure for the post-show buzz that Harry can't shake. The next one is by the same writer. It's called You Are My Baby, I Cannot Resist This. Rated explicit, 7,000 words, and a Harry and Louis pairing. The summary says Louis knows something is off as soon as he comes home, but he is surprised to find Harry in his nest of stuffed animals, feeling little and on the brink of a heat. What also surprises him is how jealous he gets over the plushie he gives Harry to start his heat with. The next fic is called You Give Me Feelings That I Adore by Always X Larry. It is rated teen and up, 7,000 words, and a Louis and Harry pairing. The summary says Harry doesn't mean to fall in love with Louis scent when they first meet when they first meet after the Alpha joins Harry's study group. But after Harry leaves a sweater behind by accident and it comes back smelling like Louis, he can't really help it. 
nor can he really help continuing to leave his things behind in hopes that Louis will take them home and drench them in his wonderful mouth-watering scent. He just has to hope Louis will play along. Or five times Louis scents Harry's things, and the one time Harry returns the gesture. The last fic I have is called De Amore Extempore by Persephone Flowers on AO3 and on Tumblr, and rated mature, 101,000 words in a Louis and Harry pairing. The summary says, jump, for fuck's sake, Louis, jump. Louis looks down curiously at the ground and notices that the backpack is gone. The grass appears greener than it did before. A minute ago, there were streetlights in front of him. Why is there no light now? His brows furrow. Is there a blackout tonight? He starts coughing uncontrollably as if water has flooded his lungs. He brings his hands around his neck, feeling like he cannot talk nor scream for help. He can't breathe. Louis, jump! And he can't see, feel, or hear anything, but trust the voice. He jumps. Then it's just cold and dark. Or the Middle Ages AU, where Harry is a philosopher whose thoughts happen five centuries too soon, and Louis is a painter whose art happens five centuries too late. Or the time travel AU, where alternate versions of themselves live simultaneously in different realities and their paths collide every time until somehow they converge into one. And also we had a fic fest this month called 1D Pride Fest. You can find them on Tumblr at 1D Pride Fest. And I also linked their AO3 and the master post for all the art and fics. And they are a fic and arts fest celebrating all colors of the rainbow and every shade in between. Thanks for listening. You can find everything I talked about today in my pinned post on All Is Well 16 on Tumblr. And I will talk to you all next month. Bye.